All right. Uh, Gabriel Lakey, so good to see you again. Thank you for coming back on the podcast. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me again. Yeah, it's it's been a while. I, uh, it was January last year uh, yeah. we were talking to you guys about the movie. Yeah, yeah, it has yeah. been a minute. Um, but yeah, no, really happy to be back on and just to talk about the updates that have happened. Absolutely. Um, so just kind of fill us in. What's, what's been going on with Punch After the Fact? Yeah, so uh, Punched has been hitting the film festival circuit pretty hard. Uh, it's been a lot of really, you know, it's been really cool to see. Uh, we've played Paris like three or four times. Um, I know we've played the UK once or twice. Hopefully um, in September, I'm heading out to the UK because there's a film festival hopefully that we're getting into. So that would be a lot of fun. Um, yeah, yeah, we've we've gotten to win some awards and stuff like that. It's just been a really cool experience to, as uh this is my first time going through the film festival circuit, so it's just been a really exciting uh, process to be a part of. That's awesome. How has the film been received so far? Yeah, yeah, uh, pretty good. We actually just held like our first uh, Portland premiere uh, last weekend on Saturday, and we have this really nice theater downtown called Cinema North. Uh, sorry, Cinema Twenty One. And it's like a 400-seat venue, and we sold it out. Um, we had a bunch of people show up, and they all seemed like they had a really good time. And, um, yeah, no, it was really cool to see. Got to talk to some really cool people afterwards. That's really cool. Yeah, I've, I've watched the film myself. I, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was really funny. I thought it was really thoughtful. Um, I was blown away by the technical aspects, too, just what you sure. guys were able to do. Um, yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. I, you know, it's um, funny. I was listening to our old podcast and um, or our last one, and uh, yeah, those falcon eyes, those <laughs> those lights that we were talking about, they came in s so much help. Um, yeah, I mean, it it was so much fun shooting that movie. Um, but yeah, I'm super happy that you liked it or had a fun time with it. Yeah, no, it was great. I uh, I was like, you know. I told my wife she needs to watch it. I told my friends to, to check it out and, and spread the word. It's 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 a good film. It really is. Oh, thank you much. Yeah. 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 It's a it's a cool uh, process to be a part of. And, you know, Ian and I couldn't be happier with how it turned out. I mean, uh, the cast absolutely killed it. And, um, like, they, they play some pretty outlandish characters. And so to see them really pull it off is, like, you know, it's not a it's not an easy task. And they really made it look easy, which was cool. Yeah, uh, and it's it's just really creative from the music. Uh, you know, you guys have these like great kind of dancing segments in there too, and yeah, and some kind of like uh, you know homages to other. Uh, yeah, there's there's all sorts of like little in jokes in there too, which I love. A hundred percent. Yeah, I mean we we're a fan of you know filmmaking, and we're a fan of other people's work, so might as well sh you know shout them out a little bit while we do our thing. Absolutely. Um, do you have, you know, what would you say your favorite scene is in the film? Oh, man. I know what mine is, but I'll, okay. I'll let you go. Okay. Um, <laughs> hmm. Man, that's a good question. Um, you know, the one that I probably have the most connection to is the, um, I, I got to write a lot of the scene where uh, Tanner has kidnapped, um, Haley and has her in the basement and has her do this terrible mock monologue of uh, the the closing speech in Jerry Maguire, and that was a that was a really fun scene to not only film because you know um, our 
like it it would just the the energy on set was really fun during that scene and you know i remember sitting down and pulling up that whole monologue from the jerry Maguire and just be like how could i absolutely write this in the most work like terrible way possible and i right. just you know simulate it to crap you right. know um, so that's the one that I probably have the most connection to. Uh, I, you know, I probably have some shots in the movie that I like more than that, but as far as like a whole completed scene, that, that one I probably have the most connection to. Awesome. Yeah. My, my favorite is their, their first meeting. Um, it totally, uh, I, you know, as far as like, uh, not, uh, subverting your expectations. That's such a sure. great, uh, I remember just being like, what, really? Yeah, yeah, you know, um, it's great that you bring up that scene, too, because, so, when Ian and I were first starting uh, writing on Punched, um, we were actually working on a different project, and for whatever reason, it just wasn't really clicking super well, and so, um, when I went over to Ian's, you know, a couple weeks later, he was like, hey, I've got these 10 pages, and I don't really know where to go with it after this. And those 10 pages was that 10-minute scene of Davey coming home, uh, Haley being there, putting, you know, sticking him up robbery-wise. And I was like, this is a great scene. It's so much fun. There's so much energy, and it just, yeah, no, you get kind of dumbfounded about halfway through it, where you're just like, what is happening? <laughs> he yeah. offers her a beer. It's, it's just so great. Yes, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, and, and it's fun too, cause when we first like did the, the reading or the round table reads, um, with the entire cast, uh, Donnie who played Davey, uh, he was like, you know, there's just that I really... amazing throughout oh. the movie. I, I have to give him, he carries both, both of them were, were amazing. Yeah, All the absolutely. actors really, but Davey is really, you know, is that central character. Yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah, no, Donnie carries that role so well, and, um, you know, in the wrong hands, that that character would be so unbelievably creepy, and he makes him so cute and lovable. You root for him, I mean, you really do. Exactly. I I don't know, I'm almost kind of like, yes, he is, but... I don't know, it doesn't feel like that normal... No, it feels like he's kind of... He feels more just, like, out of touch with reality a little bit, more yeah. so than uh, anything intentionally malicious. Yeah. Um, which is really delightful, and, uh, yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, during that initial table read, uh, Donnie was like, I, what I really liked about this character is it just kind of feels like he looks and uh, finds the magic around every corner. And so that was just, like, when he said that, we were like, oh, that's going in the script. So that's where he says it in that line about his wife saying that that's what his character looks for and whatnot. That was all, that was all, uh, you know, I don't know. So technically improv, if it's like six months in advance, I don't know. But, you know, uh, it was, it was incredible. Yeah. That's great that his like interpretation, you know, informed that too. That's cool. Yeah. I mean, that's the fun part about doing this sort of thing is like, you, you really get to sit down and work with the actors and figure out what, what their spin on the characters are. And, um, yeah. Yeah. And his, uh, his like opening number, you know, he's got like the broom and everything. I was like, that's so great. (laughs) Yeah. You don't see that in movies anymore. I mean, you really don't. No, I Um, completely agree. I mean, what's, just that sort of whimsy sometimes. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, it does have a definitely an old feel to it, which is, I think, kind of fun where it mixes in with uh, a lot of, um, 
I don't know. Like Ian really brought uh, a, like a old person humor to it a little bit, for yeah. lack of better. And I'm an old guy, so. Yeah. <laughs> um, but like, oh. no, I mean, yeah. it really connects to everybody because it's like yeah. it feels like something that you just hear your dad say for like the last you know right. t- twenty thirty years. Um, and that I don't know. It just has a beautiful charm to it. That's just a lot of fun to watch. It carries, and his so. his relationship with his son and everything. I was like, oh my god, that was me. Just that, like. I love it. I'm not whatever dad like yeah you know? but all right I'll help you find this this girl <laughs> just is so great yeah yeah I, and Ahmed was so much fun as that yeah. character too um he he really he really knocked it out of the park and it's funny to see because he's really grown just over the last year or two so like he's even taller and his voice is like 10 times deeper now so oh I'm sure like, yeah like, oh wow you're a different person since <laughs> yeah. uh, since the movie came out so that's been fun. How did uh, how did he react to like to watching the movie? Was he was he pleased? Or... Yeah, yeah. It uh, seems like most of the actors uh, or all of the actors. I, have, I mean, I haven't heard any complaints. Um, but it, yeah, it seems like everybody had a really fun time, especially after the premiere. Um, back, I can't remember what month, but probably six months ago, uh, we did an initial cast and crew and family screening beforehand, cool. so they got to see it at least once before the movie actually you know hit like a portland premiere for a larger audience to come and see Very and cool. you know th- there's there was definitely a good energy coming from the cast and crew after the movie and it that it just you know it makes you really happy to see it because it could be absolute yeah. shit and then you would feel absolutely terrible for just wasting everybody's time right like that. yeah no i mean it's funny man I, I love that scene um early on too when the writers are talking and like he he invites me yeah he's just like oh my wife just died man it's all right yeah, yeah. that was a yeah. truly like lol I was like holy shit that's funny like, <laughs> yeah no it's it's the bluntness yeah. of a yeah. lot of it too is it, yeah. it has a weird interesting charm that it brings to it as well so yeah yeah very very good I I do enjoy it um, you know we we've reviewed a, a few different movies and this has been one of my favorites so. oh amazing definitely yeah. Uh, how did I, how did I play that douchebag character? Did I do okay? Oh, I, I, like, to the T. Perfect. Perfect, perfect. Yeah, that was, that was great. Thank Um, you, thank you. Yeah, and both of you were, were really good in the movie. Uh, yeah, no, uh, Ian, yeah. He, he he was a fun one to see as the, the head of that writer's table. Um, cause yeah, I, you know, Ian has a small, small scene in just about every single one of his films, and that was probably the the um most talking that he did and he really he really did a good job with that one it was fun to see and yeah i mean it's interesting because uh you know during covid um we had that's when we shot the film and so we had to really bring down how many people we could have on set so that was like why we had to fill in for a lot of these roles and whatnot and yeah i mean it was it was fun to see us all oh i mean you guys embody those roles so yeah did did great um you know, I what's kind of next for the movie now? Are going to keep going through the festival circuit, or? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're talking about um, what what potential or what a release you know looks like. Um, we're weighing our options between you know um, streaming services, but you know, with the the writer strike and everything happening right now, it's kind. Does of... that impact like kind of independent film pretty heavily, or? 
I mean, definitely can impact independent films if anybody's choosing to work with SAG specifically. So, I mean... I have uh, no idea how that stuff works. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, uh, definitely most SAG, SAG actors to all SAG actors are on that, that primary strike right now. And okay. um, along with the writers, which, you know, this is definitely a necessary process that needs to happen. So I'm glad that it is happening. It's um, the heartbeat of that industry. Yeah, know? 100%. So, so it, it's one of those things where it's like, do we want to put it on a, a big platform or do we want to just do, I mean, frankly, there's been a, a lot of films that have seen at least a decent amount of success on like youtube and whatnot so like i say go for it yeah for the shits and giggles we might just throw it up there we'll we'll share it for sure amazing yeah it's it's funny man and it's it's good too like i'm not trying to say like it's just haha there's there's a lot to it and i like some of like the moral discussions they have too yeah i appreciate that yeah it was it was a really fun uh picture to see come together yeah and uh definitely uh tough to predict which was cool too yeah yeah that's that's something that's a that's a consistency that we've heard um and yeah so it it was that was kind of definitely uh planned since the get-go when we had that initial conversation when ian came to me with those 10 pages we were like just trying to figure out where we wanted to go next and i was very and i just was like what if halfway point it just turns into a random kidnapping story and then we just kind of connected the dots from there yeah and um yeah and it works. I mean, you know, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, yeah, no, it's just, it's been such a blessing to be a part of this process. And, and yeah. And, Were there any, like, alternate kind of scenes or endings shot that you thought? No, not really. really? Um, for the ending specifically, I mean, we went through a different kind of edits to see how it would feel emotionally unfolding, but they were all hitting basically the same narrative beats, just told in different ways. Mm-hmm. Um, and like we even ch- we even played around with the music a little bit, but um, uh, Greater Horizons by that by Honor Scouts, just that track, I feel it's like great. just is so good Prince for off. an ending credits like yeah. role. It it just it fit in so well and. Um, I mean, that was actually one of the kind of the blessings about uh, COVID for all the shit that it brought. Um, yeah, we got to, in that in that, that year process, I actually met the Honor Scouts team, or the, mm. the two guys that were behind that project, Justin and Alex. And uh, not only are they two of my best friends now, but also, um, yeah, I mean, I discovered their music. I got to reach out, work with them, and then we were just you know cutting through the movie and i was just like for some reason i'm maybe it's because i'm listening to honor scouts a bunch already but i was like the it just feels tonally consistent with the vibe that we're going for and they're oregon boys too so they kind of match the vibe of you know the portland oregon thing already so yeah uh yeah as soon as we just started putting their album and uh their yeah their albums in there it was it was just easy to basically bring the whole thing together and then we have an incredible sound designer mark rose too oh Um, yeah yeah no i mean it's very people say atmospheric a lot but you guys really there is a lot of atmosphere to the movie and even dreamy kind of sequences in there too yeah yeah it was cool uh i I had never worked with mark before but mark um he's like an emmy award winner or some some crazy award uh for a previous project that he did i think he got two or three of them for that project and um 
Yeah, so going out there, it was it was an absolute joy working with Mark because it was so much fun to give him that initial cut, go out there, meet with him, and then have him just be like, oh, I like the music that you guys are working with. Let me see if I can find where this universe lays within both the soundtrack and the tone of the film itself. And he came up with something really unique and really cool. Yeah, yeah so, some of the, like, the sound effects and just like the design on, on some of the scenes you're just like it's funny but it's also creepy but it's i don't know yeah it's great <laughs> yeah um I, I think a big moment that stands out to me specifically is when uh eric is in his house alone and then he goes yes. downstairs and looks at the bed um, yeah. which is definitely some foreshadowing to yeah. events that'll take place but uh yeah. just that I, I can hear i can hear that part of the movie in my head on repeat like yeah it's Mark did such a phenomenal job. It was so much of a, it was so much pleasure working with him. And it's, it's funny. I was listening on headphones when I was watching it. I was like, Oh my God, like there's these cool kind of pan things going on. Yeah. It was just really neat. Um, yeah, yeah. And, and we got to use some interesting microphones on those too. I'm trying to remember what they're called, but, um, yeah, I mean, they were essentially lobs that you just kept underneath the underneath here so it wasn't like we were doing classical boom or anything like that because cool. again we had to keep the, the the people on the number of people on set to a bare minimum right and uh yeah i mean we did some like test recording with them mark thought they were really good and, and you know somebody of his caliber saying hey these lapel mics actually sound decent you, you just go for it and right yeah i we're we're really happy with how the movie sounds i mean it does definitely has like a little bit of like an indie sound to it with the mics being a little bit different than the the clarity or i, I don't know how you would specifically describe it in contrast to like the classic boom mics but i yeah. feel like it adds a, a a dimension to it it does and it's i i appreciate that quality of it too um so I guess what I, I mean, this is kind of a strange question, but like, do you guys think you'll continue in that sort of universe? Like, do you see kind of like a you know kind of, kind of like how Kevin Smith had those like sort of sure. sort of trilogies? I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, you know, I, I feel really lucky to have Ian in my corner. Uh, Ian's very much trying to just help me succeed and uh, and further my my personal career with uh, filmmaking in general. Um, you know, I think. There's there's definitely a lot to punch that I would say speaks to what I like doing, um, but I don't know if I'll stay necessarily in that genre. I mean, comedy is definitely something that we're both fans of, so that's definitely something that'll stay consistent throughout our work. Awesome. But um, yeah, I've got I've got two projects that I'm working on: one short film and then one uh, feature film, and they they both have. Some comedic elements to them. Uh, the short film a little less so. It's a little bit more sad, but uh, that's cool. Can you yeah. give us some of the details of those, sure. or is that still no? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I'm I'm too small to to hide any details like oh. that. Um, but yeah, no. So I'm working on this short film project called the the Barbarian. Uh, within the last year, uh, sadly, I lost my stepdad. So it was. Oh, just I'm kinda, sorry for your loss. That's I appreciate sorry it. About that. Um, so yeah, I was kind of, you know, feeling in a little bit of a rut uh, creatively from the, you know, just the dealing and the grief process. Uh, I, I lost my, my grandmother very recently. So. Gotcha. Yeah, I'm sorry about that. But 
Uh, so yeah, I ne- I needed to get that out, and so it's very cen- uh, centered around Dungeons and Dragons specifically. I, I played D and D for uh, probably eleven years with my stepdad, oh. and so a lot of like that creative storytelling and just like imaginative universe and everything like that. That's that's really factored into a lot of the storytelling that I do today. And so I just wanted to play, you know, pay some homage to the father figures that I've had in my life for, um, yeah, pay my respects or whatever you want to say. No, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. um, Pour that into your art. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Uh, So, yeah, I'm really excited about that one. Um, We have some actors that we're looking at. uh, Not not that I, you know, with the the strike happening right now, um, we're not, like, necessarily approaching anybody. We're going to wait until all of that gets figured out before we probably dive into doing anything. Um, But, yeah, no, super excited about that project. And uh, Ian and I are both just trying to get as, you know, every project needs to be our best project. So we're really going to pour our hearts and souls into making this the the best thing that we've done since. and hopefully carry that into the next feature film project that I'm working on, which is called Ponderosa Pioneers. Um, it's a, it's, yeah, it's a adventure comedy. Um, growing up here in Oregon, and uh, I, I mean, I grew up in Portland specifically, but a lot of my family connection is down in Southern Oregon, and so I've had a a, a large experience traveling from you know all over the state. And Oregon's one it's of those beautiful. Cool, yeah, I, yeah, it's just gorgeous. Yeah, Oregon's Man, so. it's such a, a, a amazing place to be be in. I mean, it's one of those things where it's like usually when you're in filmmaking or anything like that, people are like, "Oh, so when are you moving to LA or when right. are you moving to New York?" And it's like, I don't know. Every part of those cities have been so heavily uh, filmed, right. you know, taken photos of, like so what's really amazing about Oregon specifically is you just have to drive 20 minutes in one direction or a different direction. And you're probably taking a photo of something nobody has ever taken a photo of before. So, um, so yeah, with Ponderosa pioneer specifically, it's, it's basically just like the, I'm trying to make like the ultimate Oregon film. Uh, so there's like some elements of like Steve Prefontaine, the famous, uh, track runner from out of Oregon and, you know, uh, so basically it follows this guy named Thomas, who is a, uh, yeah, like a long distance, um, like long distance runner. And after like his first race, he basically gets hit by a car and has to move back in, uh, with his, his parents up in Portland. Ooh. And, uh, I, I have a friend that went through some like traumatic brain stuff. So I, I do know oh. that process of like, you know, after like a year, two years of recovery, you know, you hit that point where you as the person that went through that injury is like, I'm ready to drive. I'm ready to do all these things. And then everybody around you is like, fuck, no, you're not like, (laughs) you know, uh, there's, there's definitely a a dissonance between those two parties. And, uh, so that's, that's where kind of the movie picks up from. And so basically he decides to go live out in the woods and, obviously goes horribly wrong or else more people would go live out in the woods and um he basically gets rescued by like a 16 year old african-american girl who's been living out there for a year already oh wow and so yeah no i'm really excited about that project it's a lot of fun there's a good humor and uh i've been able to send the script around to people and it it seems like it's been really well received so awesome yeah well both of those sound fantastic 
Thank you. Yeah, looking forward to you know seeing those once they once they get released. Yeah, me too. Yeah. <laughs> me too. Yeah, <laughs> and I I really like that about uh, your writing too. It's like. I feel like giving somebody a plot synopsis, a punch after the fact, is not really telling them what the. Oh my gosh, about, it's you know? so hard. Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah. it's so hard. Um, it's it's you know, that's and people actually... aren't used to that anymore. I feel like they, you know, they're. I don't know. It's, no, it's, you have to yeah. you have to watch and you have to think about it. Yeah, no, I totally agree. Yeah. I mean, Punch is one of those movies that it's like you really don't know what's happening until like. <laughs> feel like the halfway point where you're just like i'm just watching people do things and then you realize and then you kind of like find yourself in the greater narrative yeah so i feel like it's um it's like a really good second watch movie absolutely first time you're gonna be a little confused as shit probably through the first 50 percent of it and yeah it uh, never crosses over into that like david lynch surrealism no 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 no. No, that's Um, true but it it has uh you know, th- those cool kind of mysterious elements to it. Because there is a point in the movie where I was like, oh, is this, I mean, or is this going to be like all in his head or, sure, you know, or is it all in her head? Sure. Um, yeah, I it, mean, the, the characters cool. are both like, I don't even know. I don't even They're like, hard to pin down. So. Yeah, I, it, it is interesting <laughs> because they're, all of their stories are kind of, you know, told individually from their perspectives, except for when their 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 worlds collide into a specific moment. So yeah. you, they could both be reliable and re- unreliable narrators, and you wouldn't really know. It, it's an interesting, yeah. yeah, it's an interesting part of it. Um, yeah, no, it, that was a fun part to kind of come up with. Will there be some of that, like in Ponderosa? Mm. You think? I mean, if he's out in the woods, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, for Ponderosa specifically, I'm, I'm truly inspired by, uh, like the works of Taika Waititi. Um, oh, okay. So for that movie specifically, I, I feel like I'm going to shoot it probably pretty straight to what the narrative would be. Probably not, you know, it's not going to be like American Psycho where you're just like, right. by the end of it, you're like, <laughs> right. <"What?"> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. So that one, that one will probably be pretty, pretty straightforward as far as that narrative storytelling goes. But the Barbarian specifically is heavily influenced by uh, the the lead, the lead's um, mental state. Right. Will yeah. you need to use like special effects for that, or uh, maybe a little? Like, so right. basically, um, what I think is really interesting about the script is it. it or the barbarian specifically is I feel like a lot of D and D media, uh, hasn't always been the greatest. Yeah. It, have you seen the actual, like the Dungeons and Dragons movie? Uh, I watched one? it fairly recently. The, the new one, one? With, uh, the new one. Yeah. I thought Chris, it was okay. I thought it was, it was Chris fun. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 I thought it was fun. I thought the characters were a little, um, one dimensional. Uh, oh, I for sure. I would, I wish I would have had a little bit more character depth out of them, but it's also, it's so hard to give five characters character de- development in a two yeah. hour time runtime. So you're, you're just constantly fighting that battle. And, you know, uh, the, I feel like, I mean, what the, the usual suspects is like the only one that I can think of where they give pretty significant character growth, but even some characters are definitely lacking compared to some others. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's a that was a hard that's a hard task. That's where you know I I feel like television is definitely a bit more forgiving when it comes to character development. Character development and like ensemble cast. Yeah, a hundred percent development. Yeah, 
Uh, but yeah, I, I didn't think it was bad. I mean, I, and you know, you've had Stranger Things obviously has had their mm-hmm. kind of take on it. Yeah, uh, I would say it's probably a little bit closer to the Stranger Things. You know, it's definitely tabletop playing. Like cool. there is a little bit of a, a fantasy element in the practical sense of like how the world shifts when entering the game room or experiencing the game room because it's highly imaginative through the the lens of the main character but um but yeah it's not like you're you're seeing orc battle you know orcs fighting or anything like that it's very tabletop cool yeah um yeah, I mean, I don't know if you've watched any, like, Critical Role. I know they're, like, one of the top Twitch channels right now. It's just a bunch of really solid voice actors doing Dungeons & Dragons weekly. I, um, uh, anytime I'm I'm on Twitch, I'm just watching one of my friends stream. Nice. I, I haven't watched any of the, the bigger stuff. But that Critical Role was the name? Yeah, Critical okay. Role. Uh, okay. They're a super solid group of uh, voice actors. Um, right. I mean, Ashley Johnson from The Last of Us, uh, who played Ellie, is a part of the group as well. Okay. And uh, it's really. How did you feel about that series? I actually liked it. Oh, quite a bit. Loved it. Yeah, Yeah. loved, loved, loved it. Um, I'm really excited for the second season. I have big opinions based off of the game. um, Yeah. But I'm I'm very excited for for that. I mean, uh, Bella Ramsey absolutely destroyed that 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 character, and um, you know, it's hard because it's like I don't want to say that she outacted Pedro Pascal because he's incredible, but she is phenomenal in that role yeah um, well they, i mean ellie's the, both. the star yeah you know but yeah they, it was it was really good we we uh we talked about it quite a bit on the show so i love it yeah, yeah i mean i was i loved the liberties that they took too i feel like how they translated it from from game to television was uh really well done especially i thought i mean yeah. what i was most pleased with i was like if i had never told you know my wife doesn't play video games yeah, but sure. if i if i never told her it was based off a of game she'd just be like that's really good that, yeah 100 you know? so it wasn't like just good because it's a game adaptation it was like 100 you know, percent, and yeah. they they really carried the depression from the video game yeah you know every <laughs> yeah. Oh, episode yeah. i was just bawling yeah yeah oh man that that frank episode man. Uh, yeah you know it's so funny <laughs> yeah. i was just watching uh parks and rec today and yeah. i was watching one of the episodes where um nick offerman's character ron is doing this like treasure hunt right and just some of the the characteristics of that episode specifically i was yeah. like oh this is so interesting in the new light of him playing the characters frank and you're just like yeah. man this is awesome yeah but yeah, no that 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 episode single handedly rips your heart out and then stomps all over it a hundred yeah, times. Yeah, it it had been a long time really since I'd seen something on HBO where I was just like, wow, you know, sure. that's like high drama. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I feel like they've, um, I, I feel for like, like a mainstream. Yeah, you know? yeah. And I mean, it's such a hard task to adapt a video game, especially one like that. I'm glad that they you <laughs> yeah. know brought Neil Druckmann on and. Yes. Uh, did did everything that they needed to to make sure that it was a success and loved by the people that made it. So yeah, and everything that was additive was cool. It added yeah. a little more to the world. Um, and yeah. they they didn't try to do their own thing with it. They're like, no, this this is a good story already. Uh, you know, a hundred percent. And um, you know, I I'm 
I, I really hope that they, they tell it in chronological order in right. uh, the second season. I feel like that is the biggest uh, downfall of the second game is right. how, like, I think the story of the second game's, you know, uh, actually good. I know I love it, I'm so. in the, okay, yeah. cool. We're in the minority yeah. there on the internet, but <laughs> I, hey, I like we're it. here for it. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I really hope yeah. that they tell it in chronological order uh, yeah. and allow you to get used to, um, the Ashley friend characters, yes. unlike how they do it in the game. Um, right. Yeah. No spoilers, but you know. We shall see. I, I imagine some people will be upset, but. Oh, you know, yeah. I mean, expected. Um, I mean, can you imagine <laughs> seeing Pedro Pascal go through that? I mean, we both know what we're talking about, and that's, yeah, that's going to cause an, uh, like a big upset, I'm sure, for the people that don't know. It's coming. I think if they add some, maybe one or two more kind of adventures of. Ellie and Joel. It, it won't. We would all hurt like as a much. season for yeah. sure. Uh, but, yeah, I don't know. That's not really the tone of The Last of Us either. You know? No, so, and I believe I, I believe Pedro Pascal also came out and said like, if we followed the first game that much to a T, why wouldn't we do that for the second season? Which right. not only makes me happy, but also makes right. me scared. You know? Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well. uh Gabriel, I mean, thank you so much yeah, uh, absolutely. for coming on the podcast again. It's you know always a pleasure. Um, where uh, where can everybody find you? Yeah, yeah. Uh, go ahead and follow me over on my Instagram, uh, G Lakey Video, G L A K E Y V I D E O. Um, yeah, I mean that's that's definitely the place to to interact with me specifically. That's where I keep most of my content uh, centrally located. Um, I've got a website called Arctic Film Studio. If you're looking to see my whole like portfolio, all located to one centralized place, that's the spot to go. And then um, I'm also throwing events here uh, with this group called Rec Room. Uh, they are primarily located in Brooklyn, but we're starting to step out and branch out. And we've been able to work with some pretty pretty big acts and whatnot. So go over to that YouTube channel, check out our musical stuff. It's 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 a lot of fun. It's got some really good performances there. Awesome. Well, we will uh, put those in the show notes and, and send some people that way. Thank um, you so much. Thanks again, man. You have a great, uh, great weekend. You too.